Welcome back to That's What Healing Is with Tiffany Middleton. We have a new structure, new platforms that we're available to stream on, a new attitude, and a lot of new things to talk about. Welcome to the healing journey. Are you ready? That's what healing is? Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of That's What Healing Is. It's your girl, Tiffany. And this week, we are going to talk about reparenting yourself, remothering yourself, refathering yourself. We're going to talk about it. On this healing journey, I have learned a lot about myself, things that were instilled in me at a young age that I believed were the strongest parts of my foundation. But once I started to heal and remove those things, I've discovered that they were actually the weak parts of my foundation, and I am slowly rebuilding a stronger foundation for my life. Now you may say, Tiff, what's reparenting yourself? Okay, reparenting yourself, it's basically just the process of what we're doing, the process of healing from our childhood wounds, our childhood trauma. It is us making intentional choices about our life, intentional choices about where we want to be and what we want to do by um, focusing on our self-care, focusing on our mental, physical health, our emotional health, focusing on things that make us happy and learning how to stick with our, not stick with our discipline, but how to be disciplined, how to stick to our boundaries. Now, for me, I don't know about you, boundaries are really hard. (laughs) I'm still learning how to work it out. I'm still learning how to stick to my boundaries um, and how to not let people walk all over me, but I know it. I know that's something I'm working on. So I give myself grace. And that is another part of reprogram, of (laughs) reparenting yourself. You are basically kind of reprogramming the way your brain thinks. Okay. One important thing about reparenting yourself is how you speak to yourself, the self-talk. You want to get rid of that negative self-talk that kind of has been programmed into you from things that people said to you as a child uh, and reword it, rework it. So instead of the things like, oh, you always mess things up or you're always bad at this, change it to, you know, I'm working on myself. I made a mistake and it's okay. Don't always go to the negative thought, which I know is so easy to go to, especially when you have multiple negative people in your head. Another thing you want to do, which I enjoy doing now, is validating your feelings. I, Your feelings are your feelings. You are allowed to feel the way you feel. If you are upset, be upset, but work it through in your in your mind. 
figure out what made you angry, what triggered that anger. If you are happy, that is great. I love a happy, a genuine happiness. <laughs> Explore that. Why did this make you happy? So validating your feelings, speaking your truth, speaking up for yourself is also a very important step of reparenting yourself. Um, allow yourself to have fun. This is one of my favorite things. Uh, basically, let your inner child play whatever that looks like for you. Let your inner child have fun. For me, my inner child really likes coloring. Like when I get overstimulated, overwhelmed, and I just feel like I need to relax and I need to give my inner child a little piece of happiness, I'll color or go out in nature, which I never thought I would be that type of person. Oh, I I just want to go outside. Um, I want to play in the grass. I want to walk barefoot in the grass. I know that was a very big no-no in my house. So you were not going outside barefoot. The way I feel walking in the grass or just sitting in the grass, doing some meditation, sitting on the grass with a blanket, coloring, eating lunch outside, that tickles my inner child's fancy. She loves it. (laughs) And it makes me happy. Um, Focusing on your self-care, whatever that looks like for you. Um, Often my self-care looks like just relaxing, just resting, just watching TV. To the people on the outside, it may look, oh, she's lazy. She's no, because I was always told that, oh, watching too much TV is not good for you. Or, you know, I was on a very strict, like how much screen time I had. I allow myself to watch TV, you know? And it's small things like that, that maybe you weren't allowed to do as a kid that you now as an adult, I can do it. I'm an adult. (laughs) If I want to take the day off and just watch movie, I'll do it. If I want to take myself to lunch or just make lunch and sit in bed and eat my lunch, I can do that. And sometimes that really just makes me happy. Um, Another, let's see. Another thing, uh, well, I did kind of talk about this, you know, doing new things, doing things that you wanted to do as a kid. Practice those new habits. Learn new things. Try things that you were afraid to try as a kid or maybe you weren't allowed to try as a kid. Um, Or maybe you don't remember doing these things and having fun doing them. For me, um, the things I am relearning how to do because I don't have positive memories of them, uh, riding a bike, uh, learning how to roller skate, And, um, there's one more and I just can't think of it, but when I think of it, I will share it with you guys. But right now the two hot uh, habits that I am, um, giving myself time to do and learn are bike riding and roller skating. (laughs) Oh, 
Karate. I want to take a karate class. I always wanted to take a karate class. And yeah, at my age of 40, I am looking for a karate class to take because I, like most people, fell in love with the karate kid. And I loved like, oh, I want to learn how to do this. Um, And as an adult, I think it will help with my probably it will help a lot with my self-discipline I know because they you know they're big on self-discipline and things like that so I'm excited to find a class and learn karate (laughs) now how do you know what your inner child wants how do you know what you need to focus on For me, I started with journaling, just talking about what I remember of my childhood and things that made me happy or things that brought sadness. So um, once you start writing and talking to yourself, thinking back, make a list of things. You can say it's a bucket list or you can just say, you know, my healing list or my inner child wants, my inner child needs. Find out what your inner child is wanting. Find out what is going to make you happy. Find out what is going to help you not be so caught up with the things that will trigger you. Because that is another part. Knowing your triggers and knowing how to not let them control you is a big, 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 (laughs) big thing on this journey. Also, if you were not in a household that was big on affection, start showing yourself affection. Uh, In my household, me and my mom, we gave affection all the time. We were always, um, we always spoke affection. Oh, I love you. And we did give the hugs and kisses. I did not get that a lot with my father and as I'm healing on this journey, it, I'm learning that that bothers me a lot that I don't really have a relationship with my father. I've gone through the different phases of it throughout my life of as a kid, not understanding as a teen. All right, well, let me try to get his attention. So I started doing things that were bad to maybe, oh, he'll come and talk to me about it. Well, why are you doing this? Didn't happen. As an adult, you know, a younger adult, I went through the, well, F it. If you don't want to be a part of my life, I don't want to be a part of his life. To now as an older adult where I'm like, I've lost my mom and this is my only parent. Guys, oh my God, I'm about to cry. (laughs) So this is my only parent that I have left. And I don't know anything about this man, y'all. Like, I know I, I know basics. Like, I know his name. And I think I just barely started remembering when his birthday is. I'm not even 100% sure I know when his birthday is. Um, <laughs> and that's crazy. Because I know everything about my mother. Her social, her favorite color, her friends. Like, I I could not even tell you this man's favorite color. I can't even tell you the year he was born. Okay. Um so as the adult child, it really I'm I'm in this place where I feel like it shouldn't be on me to make that relationship work 
because dude, you're an adult. If you want to be a part of your child's life, you should do it. But the other part of me, the part of me that is healing is saying, listen, you don't know what his life has been like, because obviously we don't know much about him. You know, even though we know who he, we, I just don't know much about his childhood, about how, I don't know about his adulthood. I don't know much about him. And it's up to me to try to fix that because he may be dealing with stuff still and his grown age <laughs> to have children in his forties, you know? So I have been writing and rewriting um, letters to him. I wrote a letter to him the year after my mom passed, just basically saying like, let's squash this. You know, you're my only parent. I love you as that, as my parent, but I want to get to know you as a person. Of course, I did not send it. I even talked about certain things that I um, have been told he has said about me. Like, you know, he wished my mom got an abortion. He wished I was never born. Um, that he doesn't consider... Sorry, I'm working on these triggers. <laughs> and that he doesn't consider me his daughter. That he doesn't want a daughter like me. So I'm working through those things because those are hurtful things. But the other part of me is, you know, like we should forgive it. And we should you know, really get to know him and explain to him how those things, hearing those things often has affected my life. Like, really, I shouldn't be sitting here crying because <laughs> my father doesn't love me. <laughs> but it still hurts. And a part of, and I'm sure he does love me in his own way, but I have never seen it. I don't know, you know, so... But one thing I do know is that my stepmother loves the heck out of me. I am her daughter. <laughs> and you can't tell her anything different, okay? Oh, gosh. You guys got me over here bubble, snot nose crying. I'm sorry. Let me compose myself. Whew. That is a first. I've, oh, I've gotten really close to crying on this podcast, but I've never broke down like this and I apologize but okay whoo back to reparenting myself because these are things that I need to talk about these are things that I'm I talk about with myself with journaling or doing my meditation um I am learning how I'm learning new healthy habits which are very good learning to be open about my feelings, like again, validating your feelings, you have to do that. You have to. It's okay to be sad about these things. It's it's okay. Um, I'm still learning. I'm learning these. I'm learning different things about myself, and not to give up. So, oh goodness. Okay, that should be the last sniffle. I promise. So the biggest things that I'm working on with reparenting myself and relearning myself 
are boundaries. We talked about this at the beginning. I mentioned it, that boundaries are hard for me because I grew up in a household that we lacked boundaries. <laughs> we lacked a lot of boundaries. And some things I still do as an adult and my spouse thinks it's so weird. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. Like personal space boundaries. We didn't really have them. You know, we were a huggy, kissy type of family. Um still until my, you know, up until my adult and now. If my grandma was here, I would give her a kiss. Um on the lips, on the cheek, you know, I'd give her a hug, whatever. She'd give me it was it was enough. Same thing with my mother. Um bathroom, being in the bathroom. Um we always, you know, because my mother health condition she would always go to the bathroom with the door open just in case anything happened and so I would do the same thing always with the door open in case anything ever happened so the other person in the house can hear it I still do that as an adult um a few years ago I ran into some health conditions where I was just passing out blacking out I was waking up in the shower hours later and I was living by myself um so I just it was just my dogs and one time I woke up, passed out in uh, in the shower because the cold water woke me up and my dogs were just in the bathroom just wa- watching me. And that made me so sad. Like, oh my God, my poor babies. <laughs> they were like, mom, what are you doing? So that is something as an adult, I still do. Like if, because I know I, I am prone to passing out, uh, I will call my spouse and say, Hey, how far are you from the house? I'm getting ready to take a shower. Um, or I'll say, Hey, I'm going to take a shower. If you don't, if I don't call you back in, you know, I give myself at least 20 minutes. If you don't hear from me, just that I'm out the shower, which I know some people be like, Oh my God, that's weird. But it's for my safety and my health, you know, let me know. Um, my mom, my grandmother and me, we have this, thing, like, my mom will walk in, I can be in the bathroom peeing or doing the other thing, uh, and she'll just walk in and we'll have a full-blown conversation, and I, it's just it was just normal. Same thing with my grandmother. <laughs> it would just be a normal thing, and I do that with my spouse, and they find it so weird when I first started. They'd be like, okay, can you get out? Close the door, and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Now, it's just a normal part of, they just know, okay, this is just something she does. It's a part of her love language. Especially, um, like, when we get home from work, I'll just be like, okay, so how was your day? Let's decompress. Let's talk about it. And it used to bother, <laughs> it used to bother them so much um, that I would just literally come stand in the bathroom while they were pooping. It's like, that is so weird. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. So I was learning their boundaries because they didn't grow up like that. Um, and so I try, ask now, I don't just walk in, I'll say, you know, Hey, can I come in and talk to you (laughs) before I just do it? Um, so learning people's, other people's personal boundaries is hard for me, but also learning my boundaries, um, is hard for me. Um, I have a tendency to kind of shut down when I'm upset or if I'm overwhelmed. So like this past week, well, actually this past month, and I apologize to anyone that I've been kind of crappy with, I've been working really hard to get this big thing that I'm working so hard to done in my life. I'm so excited about it, but I I was just, it was so stressful. I did all of my part and 
stressing out about it. Like there were days I just, I didn't answer phone calls. I didn't answer text. I just had to be left alone watching a movie to, to regain my, (laughs) to, to get back in contact with myself because I was just so overwhelmed. Um, and right now, as I'm talking about it, I am, I know that I'm being kind of rude to somebody, but I'm a little upset at this person because of something that they did. I don't know if it was intentional or unintentional, but I just don't want to talk to them. And (laughs) so I'm learning, I need to learn my boundaries. I need to learn how to speak up for myself and say, hey, I'm upset about this. I'm going to need some time. But because I grew up not really speaking for myself or having my feelings validated or listened to, I'm afraid to hurt people's feelings because whenever I would say, hey, this is what I'm feeling, it would always turn around into, oh, what did I do? Why would you treat me like this? And I'm like, no, this is not about you. It's about how I'm feeling. So learning those boundaries are very hard um, to speak up for myself, but it's necessary and I am enjoying learning how to, I'm re, I am enjoying reparenting myself. I'm enjoying mothering myself and <laughs> fathering myself. But now that we've got extra into my life and you guys heard me cry and got snotty. <laughs> oh gosh, I can't believe it. Um, I want to leave you with this. This is one of, um, you guys know I'm big on quotes, big on affirmation, mantras, whatever. Um, but this is one that I look to all the time when I get overwhelmed or I'm just like, oh no, you know, this is not worth it, but it is worth it. Okay. So this is, I love this one and I have it saved in my phone. So it's, I choose to break the negative cycle my family has created. Setting boundaries is a form of self-care. The cycle stops with me. I do not want to have another generation of people being people pleasers because we're big people pleasers on my mom's side. Um, I want people to understand how I feel. I want to speak up for myself and I want people to take what I am saying seriously, what I feel seriously, what I think seriously. So in order for people on the outside to take me serious and believe me and listen to me, I have to do that with myself. So if you are struggling with people not listening to you or you're not feeling your emotions are valid, it's because you aren't feeling, you aren't doing that for yourself. People treat you how you, how they, you, you teach people how to treat you. So show up for yourself. When people see you do that, they'll know, oh, she means business. Show up for yourself, believe in yourself and keep pushing and don't give up. I hope you are enjoying this healing journey as much as I am. And if you guys have any questions or you want to talk out, you know, hit me up on my social medias. You guys, um, I am at founder Tiffany on all social media, um, platforms, except for TikTok. You guys don't want to, 
find me on TikTok. <laughs> but yeah, enjoy your week. Um, and the holidays are coming up. So enjoy that. If you still have um, important family members in your life, enjoy it. I think the next episode we will talk about grieving during the holidays and I might cry again. So, hmm. <laughs> as always, guys, just remember that I love you and there's nothing that we cannot do once we once we put our mind to it. So remember.